There's only five moves in anything we ever want to do. I think when you think there's more than that, you're not chunking and breaking down a project appropriately. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Any project, any program, it doesn't matter if I'm rolling out a program to a Fortune 500 company. I'm building a leadership development program right now for a Fortune 500 company. They're going to roll that sucker out over the next 24 months. 
It's a two-year global rollout. Guess what? There's only five moves. I'm gonna write a book. There's only five moves to launching a book. There's only five moves in anything we ever wanna do. I think when you think there's more than that, you're not chunking and breaking down a project appropriately. There's a lot of steps within each move, perhaps, but in general, I will always want you to think at a high level, if you only had five moves, five major steps, if you will, or five major chunks to make that happen, how would you do it? I'm gonna break down how I think through that and hopefully it will spur ideas in your mind about your project. My first move was, well, you know what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to go out there and I'm gonna have to compare other programs to what I wanna create. I need to go out there and do my market research, if you will. You might call this market research. I was just like, I need to compare what else is out there. And I need to understand what else is out there. Now, a lot of people know that, right? Maybe you're doing some research right now. You're like, wow, I, I'm doing some market research myself, Brendan. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. Here's the difference between me and a lot of other people. A lot of people say, ooh, I'm gonna do some research here. They get super excited. And then they go down the wormhole and they research for nine years and they don't do anything because they didn't fill in this project management approach. And so they got distracted. They studied too long. They you know, researched and, and got down a wormhole and didn't make decisions afterwards. And that's why, my friends, project planning is so incredibly important. Project planning prevents you from spinning your wheels. It prevents you from you know, getting in a, in a loop of uncertainty, getting confused, getting lost. So here's what I do for each of these things. I take my mind through a process of asking myself several questions to complete this move, right? So first, I'm gonna begin by, let me compare myself to other programs. So let me teach you what I do specifically to compare myself to other programs. Number one, the first thing that I do is I set a target. Set your targets. This might be goals or metrics, things you're gonna measure. It's some kind of numeric measurement of this. So what I said is I'm gonna compare multiple other life coach and executive coach certification programs. I'm gonna compare them and see what they are like. And what I wanna do is I wanna target the top five other certifications in the world. I wanna know these other top five. And I didn't know what the five were. I said, this is the goal, this is the target. Compare five. Here's what I wanna do. I wanna understand what are they? Who built them? Have they been academically validated? Uh, how many people have they coached and trained? What do they charge? How do they sell it? What's the website look like? What's the application process look like? What's the actual training like? Who is the person who follows up with them after the certification? What additional training do they get after the certification? Are they being taught to build a business or not? Are they just being certified on a process? Are there role plays? Are there people who support their growth afterwards? What online curriculums are? I mean, like I had literally this huge list of things that I wanted to learn about these five other programs. But notice, I didn't say, I need to know what all of them are doing in the world. No, I said five. Find out top five, dig down deep, understand top five, period. Number two, I said, what's the timing 
of this. Now I know your project planners are like, no duh, but like, like real project planners, you know the, how insanely important this is, right? There are five other programs, guess what I could do? With these five, I could make excuses for how long this was gonna go on, right? I said, I have for this project, 120 days. That's it. I said, I got four months, four months and four months total to figure this sucker out. That's all I got. Four months, four months total. What did that mean? Well, guess what? Some of these organizations, their programs were months or years away. So we said, I have 120 days, that's four months to dive deep into this research project. Now, some of these certifications might be six, seven months out. So guess what? I couldn't wait to attend all of them. So I had to find another way. So what did I do? I messaged the people who claimed to be certified by that. I went on a LinkedIn. I messaged them. I said, hey, you've been there before. Could I give you, could I give you a call and try to understand what they're doing there? Could you walk me through? Is this a worthwhile program? Is it great? Is it awesome? What did you love about it? What did you hate about it? Are you supported? Are you not? Love to learn about you. I'm love to share. I'd love to share with what, what, what I've learned in my coaching career. So you share yours, I'll share mine. We'll be a happy family. That's what I said. So instead of saying, well, I guess I'll have to wait till next year. No, I only had 120 days. Third, I had to ask, ask the question, is their team or should there be team engaged in what I'm doing? Meaning, is there a way to speed up the accomplishment of this or take it off of my plate, right? So back then when I was the team, I was the only person, um, I wouldn't have anything here. There'd be a scratch. Today, if I wanted to compare things, what I would do is I would go out and I would say, you know what? I'm gonna get one VA. That's virtual assistant. I'm gonna hire a virtual assistant, put them on a four month contract with clear outcomes for these. That's what I'm gonna do. That way, this can be going on without me slowing the revenue producing activities of my current company. Y'all follow that? I did the same thing with high performance habits. There are parts of that research project that literally I either didn't have the competency to do, like I just didn't know how to do it. Or two, I didn't have the time to do it. So I hired some researchers, some postdocs, some PhDs to help me compile some things that would speed up my research. Does that make sense? So this, is, this question is the critical one. The problem that you might in face in your career is you go, oh, but Brendan, I don't have any team. And here's where I tell you, listen, we live in an outsourced world right? We live in an outsourced world. And what's important is you don't stop asking this question because you don't have a sufficient team. Like I've got four or five projects last night on a piece of paper. I said, I don't even know. Like I literally don't know how I'm going to do this. And what I had to do is go, well, I, my team's maxed in this capacity here and here and here. I guess in the short term, we're going to outsource here and here and here. Does that make sense? It's really important to not not uh, fail to consider this. Is that a double negative? Feels like a double negative. Make sure you think about this. That's the way Montana would say. Make sure you think about this. This is very important, you know what I'm saying? So really think about, could you bring on team to make this whole thing happen? Number four, the big thing I think about is training. What training am I going to need 
or is the team going to need to achieve big move, right? What's the training I'm gonna need or team is gonna need to accomplish big move? So for me, what I was thinking about this is I was gonna work, as I was doing the work myself, I was gonna say, okay, whatever I see these other big programs doing, where I go, I don't know how to do that, or I don't have any curriculum around that, or I've never learned that, I'm gonna have to get my training in that aspect of coaching where myself or my process is weak, right? This is the most important thing. When you are building out your major moves, it is absolutely friggin' critical that you figure out what is the training you or your team is going to need along the path. And everyone forgets this. They just think, well, we'll just get in there and we'll brunt force SWAT team this. And I'm like, oh no, you, you must always be in personal development. Again, that's why I honor you guys for being here. You've gotta always be growing, always be learning. A lot of the times people go and they achieve things but they didn't learn the knowledge, skills, or abilities that would make the things better, more well-rounded, more excellent, more distinct, because they failed to get training as they went. You know, it's like, um, you know, I, what I love about like, the, like, like music as an example, if you're learning guitar or you're learning piano, you know that as you're doing that process, at the same time, you've gotta be learning about musical notes, you gotta be learning about beats, you have to learn about how music is produced. You, like you teach yourself these other aspects, not just the thing to strum the guitar or to pound the keys, you learn a broader skill set of music, does that make sense? So I literally worked with a researcher who became one of the world's most uh, famous uh, um, researchers about the highest level musicians. And what he was doing is he was interviewing the highest level musicians, and in that process what he always found out is they had what you would consider um, sort of uh, congruent and very well-timed processes for understanding what, is, um, what am I studying over here? What am I studying over here? In other words, they were always studying two or three things at the same time. They were training, not just doing one thing, they were training what are called adjacencies, the things that went around it, right? As an example, if I'm gonna study how to, you know, uh, let's say launch a book, I'm gonna study the things around launching a book. I won't just study email marketing launch a book. I'll be like, oh, what are other people doing in social media launch a book? Now, I don't know how to do social media video like that. I'd better train on how to do social media video like that. Like this training row is gonna be critical to our success long-term, as you will see us break this down. I hope you guys are enjoying this and writing down. Number five. What tools are we going to need to develop or deploy to accomplish this move? What tools do we need to develop, use, or deploy? So sometimes the tools mean this is the deliverable. You might be, you need to create things for each of these major moves. Sometimes that's what that is, it's a deliverable. Sometimes the tools are things that you're gonna utilize. Oh, I, you know what, I don't have a scheduling system. These guys all have scheduling systems. I need to develop like, okay, I'd better develop a scheduling or acquire a scheduling system. I didn't know I had to do that. Calendars are a really big part of coaching. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm gonna have to develop that specific tool in my company. Or you know what? 
I see that these guys are creating, you know, uh, other deployable tools for their customers. Let me create something like that. So that's critical to me. So I hope that this is all coming together for you a little bit here of how deep I go into each move. And by doing this, here's the thing. I know right now you might be like, this is overwhelming already, Brandon, that's five levels deep. I'm like, well, it's five moves, five levels deep. And yes, I do this for each project. What it does is it makes me more strategically minded. And being strategically minded is what makes me successful in my own project management, if that makes sense. But this is five moves, five levels deep. For every project, I'm thinking about what are my targets here? What are the goals? How much timing do I have? When does things happen? When do things deploy? When are things launching? How much, what's my deadline? That goes here. Team, who needs to be involved? What are their roles? What are their responsibilities? What are their objectives? And how does that align with the timing? Training, what do I or my team need to learn in this move in order to master it or move forward on it? Tools, what do I need to use, deploy, acquire, create to make this move happen? Right, that is the summary of five moves, five levels deep. Now I'm gonna continue breaking down each of the five moves so you can see how an entire program that's literally like probably one of my most game-changing programs worldwide because all these certified high-performance coaches now, as they're out in the world doing their work, guess what? They're following the same process that I use. And so as I do my daily work as a certified high-performance coach and they're doing their daily work as a certified high-performance coach, they're like, an unbelievable army that's creating this ripple effect out there for me. So this is a huge program that began literally on a sheet of paper, drawing this out. Hey, it's Brendan. You know one question I never anticipated getting as the world's leading high performance coach? It's, Brendan, what kind of car do you drive? I never anticipated getting that, but I drive a Range Rover Sport. I love this thing. You know, when you look at the Range Rover Sport, it, you just know it's, it's powerful, it's all-terrain, it's the thing in sporting luxury, but what a lot of people don't know is when you get in this thing, it's got this uh, like cockpit-like experience inside. It feels amazing to drive it. Inside, there's noise cancellation, there's cabin air purification, they have massage seats, literally. I mean, this thing is awesome. It's my favorite drive. It's got the power, the performance, the agility that someone like me who's really into high performance cares about. You can go build your own Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. That's LandRoverUSA.com. I'm gonna break down the five moves next and five levels deep, but now you get the framework. I want you to have a little bit of time to start working through your five moves. So in a minute, we're gonna play a video for you on the bigger picture of project management so you see where some of this is gonna fit in. And then what I'm gonna do is come back, I'm gonna break down the deployment of an actual program so you can see how do I like step the whole thing through. But before I step you through my entire thing, in this moment, while you have freedom to brainstorm, We'll play a, 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 an archive video for you so you can see how I think about project management in general. And then we're gonna come down, bust it all the way down. And this is, these are great times. I play these videos for you guys in these often so that you can watch and learn something at a bigger perspective. But you can also, if you want, this is a great time for you to workshop. 
right? Maybe you draw this out for one of your projects. Maybe you've already done that while we're watching. Do it for the next two, three, four, five projects while we're doing this. And then I'll be right back after the video and we're gonna break this all down and I'll show you how to tie it all together so you SWAT team and move really fast in this next couple months and the next decade too. Hey everybody, it's Brendan. I love this question. How do you manage projects so that you're happy with the outcome at the end? You know, maybe you're a leader of an organization and you're managing big projects all the time and you're trying to usher them forward so that you can not only make a great contribution, but you can get a promotion and move up. Or maybe you're an individual contributor, creator, artist, and you have your own passionate projects that are commerce or not commerce, and you're just trying to make them rockin'. Or maybe you're just somebody who struggles to keep to a deadline struggle with being effective as a human being in almost every area of your life. What do you do in all of those circumstances? I'm happy to take that question. I think the first thing before you do any project is a very, very simple question. And that is, do you truly have the desire to do it? And do you feel like you can effectively do it well? And I'll share this with you because here's the deal. I think most people are doing projects they shouldn't be doing. I, you know, as a high performance coach, I've spent so much time consulting, advising, coaching Fortune 50 CEOs, extraordinary successful people from hundreds of industries around the world, multi-millionaires, people who are in the media all the time, people who have major responsibilities on their shoulders. And half the time I work with them, it's about clearing the decks. It's about why did you even commit to doing this project? It's not something you truly even care about. Well, I felt obligated. I'm doing it as a favor. Well, I'm doing it because I think it might pay off one day. And, and there's no real passion there. And the best way to do a project well is to not do it if it doesn't matter to you. Just stop, just say no. Reject the projects that come your way that don't really engage you. Because look, life is too short for you to be spending your time doing things you don't care about. I mean, I think that one of the number one reasons people get so frustrated with their lives and feel a lack of engagement is because they're doing a lot of busy work. But that busy work is not their life's work. And so they're off path, they're off purpose. And no wonder they can't complete projects because those projects that they're doing, they, they, they really cultivate no passion, no creativity. There's no real deep desire there. And because that's not there, they don't do them. And now you feel guilty because you're not effective. No, it's not that you're not effective. It's that you're being ineffective at doing the wrong things. Once you're doing the right things, it's much easier to be effective, passionate, engaged, enthusiastic, excellent at those things. So number one, is it a project that you even give a damn about? If not, get out or give somebody else the opportunity to manage it. Which brings me really to my second point. Should you be the person, even if you are passionate about it and you do love it and you wanna be involved, should you be the person managing the project? See, there's a big difference between uh, being an individual contributor to a project and being the person who's responsible for it, who manages it. See, I I've learned in a lot of ways in my life, I shouldn't be the manager. I, I don't like doing all that big coordination. I don't like the details, the tasks, the work plans. I wanna be engaged, I wanna contribute, but I don't wanna manage the whole enterprise. So I find people to do those things. Even if I'm advising a startup, let me come in there, add my unique values and contributions, kick butt for you, but I don't wanna be the person who's the COO of that startup. Does that make sense? 
So you gotta be honest with yourself. Are you good at managing projects? Do you draw joy from it? Is it your natural ability, your talent? Have you developed those skills? Is that something you want? And if not, learn to be a key contributor, not the person who must manage it. Totally vital, absolutely important. The third thing I say to, to do well in projects is if you are managing or you are contributing, the third thing is absolute clarity on what is the real outcome of this project. I mean, what's the end game? At the very, if, if this was done completely and perfectly, how would we know it was a success? What elements would be there? How, what impact would it make? What metrics would be measuring success? Like you really need to have a vision for the project complete. How do you know when you cross the finish line? How do you know when you've passed that part where it feels like a struggle and, and it sucks to hitting your first milestone and you're really on your way? If you don't have a vision for the project, it's pretty likely you're gonna get distracted and derailed. Next piece is to, as you're, as you're thinking about this project and you, and you wanna do it well, you gotta have the calendar in place. You have to have real deadlines real steps, real completion dates, real people managing the parts of the project that matter. I mean, it's that detailed stuff that most people forget. And I know you're probably better than that, and you go, yeah, I got it, Brenda, I I've got a schedule. When I work with people, it's like, no, we, you really need to plan things out to a very finite detail. Not to be a perfectionist, but to be uh, able to kind of know all the moving parts. Who's involved and when? Who owns what piece is contributing what thing? Who is ultimately responsible to keep this thing on track? What has to happen by what date or everybody dies? <laughs> you, know? you have to have real clarity into that and most people don't. So they're kind of moving towards something but there's no real milestone, there's no real things that they're trying to accomplish and that's why they keep feeling like they're distracted all the time because it's easy to be distracted when you don't have clear purpose and deadlines. Last piece, gonna do a project well, focus on these three things. Number one is distinction. How can you do that project different than anybody else in the world would? What's that unique strength, talent, ability, team, perspective, system, tool, thing that you will bring to the project that makes it different, fun, unique, significant? Because if you're just going through the same motions you did, you're gonna do this project exactly you've done 100 projects before. Guess what? You're gonna be bored with it. You're not gonna bring any magic to it. It's not gonna make a difference or really grow. It's just gonna be another thing. You are ultimately being a cog, not a creator, not a contributor. And so you gotta get out of that idea that you're gonna do everything exactly the same and find what's unique that we could do here to make this thing magic. Second, how do we do it with excellence? I mean, how do we wow people with this thing? How do we bring a degree of excellence, keeping everything tight and pristine and perfect? Like the things we actually, like how do we make it really truly stand out with excellence? Where people are impressed with the quality of it, the quality of the thinking, the quality of the experience, the quality of the interaction. And then third, how do we do it at the highest level of service? So that the people that the project is intended to help or support or benefit, that they really are served. That every interaction point they have with it, they're like, wow, I feel like I've been taken care of. 
that you're thinking through their emotions, their feelings, their impressions all along the way of this project as it's delivered or ultimately completed. Because at the end of the day, every project has a purpose and that purpose always involves people. To help people, support people, serve people, impress people, deliver some kind of service or promise to the people. So be thinking about the people. Think about the service, not just in terms of customer service, but service, humanity, heart purpose, reason, the stuff that we all get and engage in, the, the things, the intangible things that make projects worthwhile in the first place. If you can look at projects through these lenses and do a greater job in all these areas in one way or another, you'll start to have this feeling that, you know, I've got to I've got to manage on this now. I've got to control on this. These things are turning out much better than they have before. Frankly, you'll enjoy doing the projects more often. They'll engage you. They'll serve people better. You'll start to have more effect and impact. You'll start to inspire people more. You'll start to experience what we call the charge life. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm going to change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy, I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn. To earn the gifts we've been given, to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? 
How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com.